The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Do you remember that girl who had hopes and dreams? No matter what you've been through, she's still there. We know by the fingerprints on our hands and uh, by the retina, the pattern of our retina and our eyes, like there is no one else physically like us, but there's also no one else soulfully like us. The gifts and abilities, the skills, the, the talents, the abilities, the, no one has that exact concoction. So if we don't honor the life that he's given us, who's gonna do us? Yeah. Crystal Evans Hurst, next. So good. Listen, good to be here with family. I'm James Robinson. <laughs> my wife Betty and I, we, we were really led by God to invite the family. This is what God put on my heart. Invite the family in the family room and help them get to know the Father. And in doing that, sometimes we meet a lot of fathers. And one of them that I sure like is Tony Evans. <laughs> I just think he's one of the most gifted people on the planet. I'm glad I don't have to measure myself and compare myself by Dr. <laughs> Evans because I'm just going to be short-circuited. I'm going to be sitting on the bench forever when I look at the talent that's there. But his whole family, he and Lois, have just uh, been blessed of God uh, to just see the glory of God. Uh, uh, kingdom children, uh, not just a kingdom message, but a kingdom manifestation. And uh, Priscilla's been here a lot. Uh, Crystal's here. Uh, Crystal Hurst. And uh, she got a, a book. Uh, she's quite the communicator. She's had quite a journey. And this one's called She's Still There. Um, I'm interested in seeing what's she talking about? Who's she? <laughs> where is she? Where's there? Where's she been? <laughs> Would you welcome Crystal Evans Hurst to life today? Crystal, we're glad you're here. Right there, so she's still there. Where's she been? Oh my gosh, you sound like my dad. He walks, <laughs> he walks up to me every day, and he's like, "So, do you know where she is today?" <laughs> oh. Hey, go, Tony. I'm with you. Buddy. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, every woman I know, uh, whether she's 20, 40, 60, doesn't matter. She's had one moment or many moments where she goes, "Wait a minute, where's that girl? Where's the girl I either wanted to be, didn't know I could mm -hmm. be?" Uh, you know, how can I get back to her or get to her? And so I've had a few of those moments in my own life. And um, once I realized I wasn't the only one, I decided to write about it. <laughs> well, all right, you have broken this out. And I've, I've just kind of got to, I got to reference this because I think we're actually going to talk to you today. Okay. And then we're going to talk to you on another program. Okay. And we're going to take, there's six basic, uh, let's say, categories or points where you've broken things out and your outline is superb. And, and, and Dr. Evans, she did tell me that you didn't do all this for her. <laughs> and that Priscilla didn't and Mama didn't. And her aunt's up here and she didn't. So she's been given a, a remarkable gift. But in the, in the first part, one, two, and three, which you want to cover in this program, fight for your life, look at your life, and embrace your life. Okay, I want you to just take off on the first and cover as much as you can on all three of them to give people an idea because I have an idea I'm holding spiritual dynamite. <laughs> And especially because, you know, in the daytime, most of the viewers of life today are women. And uh, I want to thank you for the way you honor and listen to men. You put up with some of them. Thank you a lot. <laughs> and put up with me because Betty won't talk all the time. I, I plead. It doesn't work. But here's the deal. She can help you because she's been on a journey that in so many ways I think you can relate to. So 
So start with that. Let's just talk about those three. Well, part of why I wrote the book was because I wanted to have a conversation with a woman who, if I could take her to coffee, this is the conversation I would have with her. And if she's having a moment in her life where she's wondering where her life is gone or where it's headed, the first thing I want to do is to encourage her to fight for her life because we've all had that moment. Um, one of the favorite stories um, that I have in that book and that I re remember with great fondness, remember Jessica McClure in the 80s? And mm -hmm. it was like CNN had just come online. So there's this little girl that's buried far underneath the surface, mm -hmm. but she's alive. Yeah. But you have to do the work of rescuing life. Mm -hmm. Many times if we are feeling lost, if we're feeling buried, if we're wondering if we're ever going to see the light of day again, sometimes we choose to hunker down and just get in a fetal position and quit trying. So my first encouragement to any woman who's feeling like she's lost is to choose to fight. You got to choose to fight. And while God has done a great work, we have to participate with him in that work. He wants us to do our part. And you know, the whole nation rejoiced. Not only were we grateful for ultimately the determination of the little girl, but the effort of all the rescuers. Yeah. And when that little precious girl came up out of that well, the whole nation rejoiced. That's right. I wish we could reach a place, and I kind of have an idea, that's what you're doing. I want to reach out and show people that they can be lifted. Fight, you can be lifted out of any pit, any air of defeat, any uh, depression or discouragement, mm -hmm. uh, any danger. You can be, by mm -hmm. the grace and power of God and His love, oftentimes flowing through other people. Mm -hmm. You know what I would say to anybody that gets in that fight and they begin to win? Join the battle to rescue people. Exactly. To help them get out of their place. You could have written this book. Like, that's exactly <laughs> where we end up. <laughs> Go on, maybe I gave the next part or something. No, I, think, I think you're right, though, because as a woman, I can relate to what you're saying, because even though you're you're blessed, you have your family, yeah. you love yeah. your children, and the, they, they need a lot of care and time, sometimes you do step back and you say, where, where am I? Mm -hmm. Who is this? Mm -hmm. What have I become? Exactly. You know, exactly. and so God does, I, I hopefully step in and he'll say, let me show you who I created you to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Along with all these other blessings you've got. Well, it starts with this fundamental belief that he did, that he, he did create you. He did create you with value. I mean, we know by the fingerprints on our hands and uh, by the retina, the pattern of our retina and our eyes, like there is no one else physically like us. That's right. But there's also also, no one else soulfully like us. The gifts and abilities, the skills, the, the talents, the abilities, the, no one has that exact concoction. So if we don't honor the life that he's given us, who's going to do us? Yeah. Who's yeah. going to do who's us? You know? You, you know, you talked in here because you're really great. And it, I think it's in the family. I don't know. It must be <laughs> in the genes, Tony. I mean, you, you passed all this home, to, but you talked about not liking your job, and you really wish you could break your legs. Both of them. Two legs. You wanted both of them so you didn't have to go. I wanted to get a paid vacation in the hospital <laughs> to figure out what to do. That's how bad you that's hated your job. Much. But that's but that's the thing. When we find ourselves saying crazy things, doing crazy things, or not living true to who we know ourselves to be, that's kind of the wake-up call. Discomfort is a gift. Mm -hmm. Discomfort is a gift to mm -hmm. say, you know what? I get to choose to do something different if where I'm at today is not where I want to be tomorrow. Um, and so you know, part of fighting for your life is you've ended up 
underground because of uh, something that has happened to you mm -hmm. in your life. Sometimes it's just life. Sometimes there are choices that you've made in your life. And part of what I talk about there, both in fighting for your life and even into embracing your life, is that all parts of who you are, uh, however they got there, it's a part of a story that God can use. Um, part of the reason why I was struggling so is because when I was driving down the tollway asking God to break both my legs, I was also a single parent in a very taxing job. So being raised in um, my family, uh, my family's home, and we had all the word, we had all the church going, I knew Jesus Christ, we make choices. And sometimes it, our personal choices, um, that they, they affect us. We end up in the side of the ditch. We can easily, even though we love Jesus, we can easily be distracted if we're not living very vigilantly and intentionally and purposefully to honor the gift of God in us. And so part of my story, part of my journey, and part of embracing my life is to say, you know what? Um, there are parts of this that maybe if I could go back and redo it, I don't even know that I would do it differently. I mean, obviously I don't wanna disobey God, but I'm just saying what I've learned about Him and being able to know him um, in that way. Um, there's nothing like getting to be close to God in a really dark spot. I mean, you know that. There's one thing that you know about him when you're sitting in church every Sunday. It's a whole nother thing to be by yourself in the dark with your face in the pillow and to know him like that. So part of why I'm able to say to other people, hey, wherever you are, how far you're down there, he can do something with you. It's because I've been in that place. I've been in that place. And I know what it is for him to love you back to life. So you're talking about embrace the pain. Just exactly what does that mean to you when you're well, saying I that? Mean, what do you, you know, want the reader to get? I, 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 when, okay, I've had babies all different kind of ways. I've had them without drugs, with drugs. I mean, it just, and here's what I know. It hurts. <laughs> that's what, that's, what, that's what I know. It hurts. During, before, after, it hurts. But here's what I also know. If it hurt that bad, women wouldn't keep doing it. We wouldn't keep doing it. But the blessing that comes after that journey after is travail. worth it. Yes. And we don't get into the middle of labor and say, call it quits. I want, well, we may say that actually. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we know what we're headed towards. And what I'm trying to say here is you're always headed towards something. God does have a plan. And even though there are detours of your own or detours that other people introduced into your life without your consent, God uses all things and he works all things together for the good. So if we trust that there's a baby on the other side, then you press through. Mm -hmm. I, I want to touch on that middle point because it's just a natural conversation. We moved into the embrace. But look at your life. Uh, you're a soul. The Chronicle of Collision, carry your contents carefully, look and listen, participate in the process, and you don't have to know it all. Expound on some of that that you think would be very yeah. critically important to our viewers. Well, you know, once I was driving down the road, we had been on a long trip, and uh, my husband asked me to take over the wheel. I did. I was sleepy. So I got to the red light and just for a second closed my eyes. Well, it wasn't a second. It was long enough for someone to have called a police officer and for him to wake me up by rapping on my window. Mm. And I had apparently been there and the, they called and said, she's either dead or passed out. But I'd fallen asleep with my foot on the brake. Mm. And he Ooh. made me put my window down mm. and he asked me who was in the car. And I told him and he said, girl, you've got to wake up. You're carrying precious cargo. Mm. And that's what I think we have to understand about our life because God has placed this unique combination of gifts, abilities, skills, talents, passions, personality in us. When we fall asleep at the wheel, when we choose not to interact with God's plan for our life or to obey or to take that step of faith, 
then we are not carrying our contents carefully. And I looked back in the back of my car and saw my baby sleep and saw my husband. They were totally oblivious to this whole situation. <laughs> but I wanted to get them to their destination. If we want to live the lives that God intended for us to be, we've got to wake up. We, we don't have time. Yeah, we can cry. We can, we can have the ugly cry. But we don't have time to stay there. We don't have time to stay there. And as long as God is reaching out to rescue, which he always is, it's our job to reach up and to grab the help. You know, I found myself thanking God that you fell asleep with your foot on the brake. <laughs> because the tragedy is a lot of people fall asleep with their foot on the yep. accelerator. Yep. That's and, true. Uh, you know, That's when, if, if you just would look, that what are these cameras, the little red light will come on right there. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to say something to the women uh, that are watching us right now, mm -hmm that you wish they would hear, and you'd say to them, I, I would like you. And by the way, do you go and speak and share your heart? Do you like to do that? I do. When people uh, ask me, I try all right, to talk. If they wanted to ask you, they call Tony? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> they don't write Oak Clip Fellowship. They don't write Oak Clip. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now... What do they do? What, do they go to a website and yes. find out how to get in contact with you? Mm -hmm. They and, can just visit me at crystalevanshurst.com. All right. And you also can kind of let them know what you like to share. Yes. And uh, give them an idea. Okay. So that's on the website, correct? It is there. Yep. All right. If you wanted to say something to all the, the viewers right now, that if you read this book, she's still there. And you're speaking, I think you're speaking primarily to women because you said she's still there. And I don't have a transgender <laughs> issue. I know I'm, I'm, I'm good. And most of our viewers are probably good. If you're, if you're not good, we still just love you wherever you're journeying right now, you know, whatever place you are. But, but just say something to our viewers that it's in your heart that they would take away if they go in and read what God led you to share. What do you want them to, to yeah. take away? It doesn't matter how far you've drifted. It doesn't matter how long the detour has been. It doesn't matter if the detour that was started by a distraction has put you in a complete tailspin and you've had a major collision. Doesn't matter. If you are still alive, if you are still breathing, then God has a plan for your life. You just have to believe that the value that he intended for you to have at the beginning of your life is still the value imputed to you right now in your life. You have to believe that he has a plan and be willing to participate with his work in the rescue. You appreciate what Crystal uh, said. Did you ever feel, Betty, that, that uh, did you ever feel like you weren't really that important or valuable? Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I felt like where, I wonder, where is my place? You know, even though my first desire always to, was yeah. to be a wife, a homemaker, a mother, and to care for my children. But I still wanted to feel like I could do something significant for God, maybe, or in some way, you know. And I, I felt insecure in my relationship with God. I, I felt like I had to work for everything. And God didn't say that at all. He said, come to me who are weary and heavy laden and I'll give you rest. And I thought, wow, you know, that's really, that's really something that God wants to take away all that fear, all that insecurity. He wants to fill, fill us with his comfort and his love and his life. And he does have a purpose for us. As you've heard here today, he has a plan for your life. Just give your life to him and let him show you what awesome things he wants to do with you. And didn't you actually find the close you got to him that there might be no higher calling 
no greater success than being a, a, oh, a wife and a definitely. mother? I, I could be a better mother when I, that relationship with him became real and significant to me. And I, I found out that I could understand his word and he would speak to me through his word and that, that I could be all that he wanted me to be. If it was being mother, wife, homemaker. That was good was enough for me. That was all I needed to do. Peace in that assignment. And now yeah. you, you do teach some and you come from some teaching heritage, but haven't you found the joy she's talking about in mm -hmm. that fullness? Isn't that what you want everybody to hear too? Yeah, that, that God takes us each and he wants us to be first full in him mm -hmm. and everything else is an overflow of that. That's right. It's an overflow. And you have experienced some hard knocks. You yeah, missed the mark. Yeah. Uh, you uh, have joined the rest of us, and we're going <laughs> to we're going to talk at another program about no matter where you are, where he can take you, and the things you can learn. And I think those last points as you break up critically important to our viewers. She's going to be back with us in another program. You glad she's coming back to share more of her journey and and uh, the book. She's still there, rescuing. This is the subheading rescuing the girl that's in you, the person that's there. And that's what the power of the Spirit of God is in us to do. I want you to, to watch something, and, and I'm going to say something very, very important to you. What you're about to see, there are two phenomenons that are going to be in play. First, the natural response to what you see. And I can tell you right up front, the natural response to what you're going to have an opportunity to see is not to see. Look away. The supernatural response is, I must not look away or turn away because I'm not me personally, you, simply a possible solution. I'm the perfect solution. I am the supernatural solution to what everything natural in me wants to move away from. But the supernatural becomes a miracle. Watch. One hundred hours. On average, that's how long the human body can survive without water. In the face of death by dehydration, water like this is the only choice for many. Recently, while in East Africa, we spoke with Fatina, a mother personally impacted by this crisis. <laughs> Unclean water is a common hardship throughout the world. And when something is common, it's easy to get used to. But should losing a child ever be something we get used to? Contaminated water has already taken Fatina's son. In Cambodia, Samnang lost his daughter to a waterborne illness. 
Flores and Anita from Madagascar lost both their mother and three-year-old sister after they drank from a contaminated canal. At the time we visited these sisters, they were still drinking from that very same water source themselves. For years, you've helped Life Outreach provide clean water in thousands of areas across the globe. Right now, mothers like Fatina also need clean water in their villages before tragedy strikes again. Betty, I said to all of our viewers that the natural thing when you see that pain is to say, I change channels, I'm, I don't want to watch it. The supernatural thing is to be moved by the love of God that gave his son to give you living water, to give you eternal life. The supernatural thing is to say, I can give a cup of water in Jesus' name. I can stop another mother from losing another child or a family member. And see, I'm not throwing out wishful thinking. I'm not throwing out some hope for very difficult possibility. I'm presenting an absolute reality. A cup of water in his name, clean water. Now remember this, because it's the missionaries carried by love into the place of suffering. They plant their lives in the midst of it gladly. And the thing the missionaries have said to me over and over, our hearts are full of love. Our hearts are overflowing with compassion, but too often our hands are empty. We can't meet the need. And the missionaries have all said, would you go home and ask the people back home that watch you on life today, if they would give life today? Because we're ready to share it. So you become the supernatural answer to that missionary's prayer to those precious parents concerning their children to every child. Because together we can give not only a cup of water, but a well of water. And there are many people, Betty and I are gonna have lunch in a few days with a couple who give a well every month. They said it's as great a joy as we've ever found. I don't know if you can give one well, but if you can, I believe you will. They're $4,800. I believe you'll do it because I believe you want to be the supernatural answer to that need. And you're going to give a whole village water for the rest of their lives. You can give 1,200 or 2,400, pray three people join you or another joins you and we got another well. But most of the resources come from people who give $48. And that basically gives 10 people water. Our 144 will give 30 people water. I don't know at what level you can come in. But we also need filter systems for areas where we can't get the drilling rigs in because of the terrain. And in answer to prayer, we can give three families their own filter system to filter any water, get out all the bacteria and disease. It's not an exaggeration. It's a miracle reality. 
but $100 will give three families that filter system. So could you do that? There's a level today in the supernatural, responding to God's love, you can become the answer to the prayers and the heart cry and the need of these precious people. And remember this, you're going to give them water for life. The missionaries are going to be telling about the water of life that inspires the actions and the supernatural acts of love that you express. So would you right now, lifetoday.org, go, go online, get your bank card and use it like a check. And I pray you, you make one of the biggest checks you've ever made through that bank card. If you want to write a check, make it to life, but call us and tell us you're putting it in the mail. So you can go to life today or you can dial that number and use that card and say, here's what I'm giving. Or if you write a check and mail it to life and make it to life, call us and tell us you're mailing it. Okay, very important we hear from you. We've got some beautiful inspirational gifts for you that'll bless you. But you're in essence giving the greatest life, the greatest miracle. You're giving life itself. That's what you're giving. Thank you for doing it. By the way, if you get a busy, you be determined. I'm getting through. I'm going to be someone's miracle today. Thank you for that. Every day, children living in extreme poverty are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink polluted water filled with deadly disease or perhaps die of thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. The good news is there is a solution. Mission Water for Life is one of the most proven and viable demonstrations of God's love in the world today. Suffering can't end because clean water changes everything. With your gift today, you can help drill 400 water wells in remote villages in 15 nations. A gift of $48 will provide disease-free water for 10 people. $72 will provide for 15 people. And $144 will help provide clean water straight from the ground for 30 people. Please also consider an additional gift of $100 to help provide three families with water filtration kits in emergency areas where our drilling rigs are unable to reach. As our thank you, we'll send you the books Words of Jesus and Words of Healing. One contains only the words of Jesus and the other scriptures for healing in your body, mind, and soul. With your $100 gift, you can receive both hardbound and softbound editions of these scripture promise books. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well. And you may request our beautiful hand-sculpted Determined Eagle Bronze. Please call, write, or make your gift online. You know, I really believe, Betty, that God's going to show us some supernatural response. I have prayed from the time we began to ask for help. God... Someday, let every single person watching do something. Prayer is not minor. Pray. But if there's anything you can do, do it. If you would like to have Crystal Evans Hurst book, she's still there. I'm telling you, I think this will really bless you. And you say, James, I'm giving water. Could, could you maybe send that too along with the other books and gifts? Yes. Crystal's going to be back for another program, but would you join Betty and me and say thanks for what you shared today and for your book. We love you. Crystal, appreciate you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for watching. And again, thanks for moving beyond the natural into the supernatural. Let's live there.
there is outrageous freedom in obedience. Do you get it? There's no more issues to face, only instructions to be obeyed. Tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.